All I'm saying is it's fucking bullshit that I can't just explode into a murder of crows and peck out the eyeballs of my adversaries. Listen, I may be a walking red flag, but you cannot deny the fact that the quality of the fabric is excellent. It's Raccoon Girl Fall and you know what that means. It's time to eat trash. Embrace being round. Climb up in a tree and growl at somebody for getting too close to you. What's that thing called when your crush actually likes you back? <laughs> oh yeah, my imagination. It's the second thing we wrote. <laughs> it's the second thing we wrote. Out of all the things to write when starting a country, the second thing they wrote down is you better get a gun. <laughs> the first thing they wrote down is you can say what you want, and then they were like, oh, but you better get a gun if you want to do that. Bitches be like, why are you a lesbian? Because I have a nut allergy, Susan. Jesus Christ. One of the first times that I was ever on a film set, an assistant director looked out at everyone and said, hey, guys, want everyone to remember that there is no I in team but there are two U's in clusterfuck. Imagine that you lived at the same time as Abraham Lincoln. What would you say to him or ask him? Hey, wanna go to a play? Listen to me when I tell you that you are way too hot to be crying over a man that looks like the fucking rat from the Quiznos commercials. You know what I'm talking about. Pull your shit together, I love you. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this podcast. Wait, 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 wait. I remember. They are going to eat. I remember that. I remember that. They still play it every once in a, every once in a while, right? I, think I feel so, like yeah. they keep bringing it back. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Abraham Lincoln, what would you ask him? You want to see a play? I remember that, that because I actually did a play. Four score and seven years ago, oh our my fathers gosh. brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. But the fact, the <laughs> fact that the little kid said that, that made me laugh I, so much. You want to see a play? I know. That I know. just makes me laugh. Yeah, that was one of the first plays that I was ever in, which I think is really crazy. Yeah. Right. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. I'm so happy to be back for another week. I am here, as always, with my co-host, Ernesto. Hi, Ernesto. How are you, babe? I'm good. I uh, I just got home from driving back from your uh, son's birthday party. Yes. Just, just got home. Yes. Literally. Just barely. It was a success. It was. It was definitely a it success. It was a huge success. There was a shit ton of people there. And no, I, I invited a lot, but I didn't think that a lot would come because you always invite people and most of them didn't have kids. And so you think, oh, people associate, you know, a five-year-old's birthday party and they're like, With like no. clowns or princesses or something yes. like that where it's, yeah. But then I also think that everyone knows like who I am and I'm the mm -hmm. queen of parties and I love to throw parties at my house. Right. So I think all of my friends were like, fuck yeah, we're going to show up to that party because we know there's going to be tequila shots no matter what. So <laughs> that's exactly why I went. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sober Ernesto just came for the tequila shots. No, he came because there was Coca-Cola there. Right. There was a whole like a uh, a. Uh, uh a kiddie pool full of coca-colas so yeah exactly i just, just sat i just i just sat right next to the pool and drank cokes all day you know what you know what's so funny though ernesto that whole case that was there there was only like four or five missing i think it was all just you 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I still have a whole entire case and I don't drink Coke, so I'll have to give them to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll send I... them your way. Okay, got it. I only use Coca-Cola to clean my toilet, to be honest. Really? Because Coca-Cola cleans the toilet so well. Yes, it does. I will dump one can in there and it's good to go. It's Yeah, I, I, people have tested whether or not pe- which works better, Pepsi or Coke. And Coke always seems Pepsi. to be. Uh, no, uh, the, the, the general consensus has been that Coke works better. Interesting. Um, so it's probably less healthy for me than Pepsi, but I hate Pepsi. What do you mean? It's cleaning your insides, apparently. Apparently, yeah. I, I flush. Or, or destroying. Who knows? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I flush every day. So, oh, well, that's different. I hope so. Yeah. See, I have a thing in my house where it's like, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Nope. And Jay, and Jay gets so mad at me. He's like, just flush your pee. And I'm like, I'm conserving water, honey. Like, it is what it is. The new toilets conserve enough water for you. Okay. You don't need I to conserve know. water. I always do the best I can. It is what it is. Anyways, hi guys. Happy Monday. Hope you guys are all doing well. We're going to get into a fun little top three topic today. So we have different top threes for each of us to discuss. I'll let Ernesto kind of start it off and then we'll kind of go from there. And then you guys know we always just kind of frantically go everywhere else. So we'll end up talking about aliens at some point and then, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer and some other shit. Who knows? Right. It always seems it always seems to go that way. But we wanted to just have a nice, uh, uh, um, a simple topic to actually at least get us going. Uh, So we decided to go with the top threes and we've had these tops uh episodes before and they've always been fun so i think we just wanted to go back to a a fun little episode that didn't have a specific theme that we would try to have to focus on but even though veer even though we veer off to something else so yeah we know we're gonna do that so the first one is what is your favorite butthole color no i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah we're back to that one that's always going to be a that's just going to be the first question of every brown or beige or not so go (laughs) pink yeah, with myself. Okay. 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 Yeah. Anyways, Ernesto, you're on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Were we talking before or after wiping? I know. Also, guys, we are both very tired. We were just talking about it. And while we were discussing things, we always discuss things before the podcast for a little bit. And I could not stop yawning. I was like, right. I need to go real quick and make some espresso and I'll be right back. So I'm yeah. drinking some pumpkin spice espresso and we're going to get through this. So if I do yawn once, it's not because I'm I'm bored. I'm just really tired see that's why it's raccoon season it's mm-hmm. raccoon it, it, it is what it what was it the uh the intro it was instead of hot girl summer it was raccoon girl uh fall oh that's what you're talking about yeah okay. she's like this is where you, where you eat trash yeah uh, uh, you wear bigger clothes you just you, hide out in your house yeah climb it's so true. <laughs> yeah. Climb, climb into a tree and and, and <laughs> i love that <laughs> Okay, so the first one we're going to go with is uh, top three favorite candies. And uh, for this one, I will go first, and then you can go after that. But for wow, my, thanks. my top three, well, if you want to go first, you can just, just say. Kidding. I don't really like candy. so Right, so your top you three go is. First. Okay, go so, first. well, uh, for, for three, for two of the three, it's, it's chocolate-based. I do love my chocolate. So uh, I could have gone three for three chocolates, but I wanted to switch it up a little bit. Milk or dark? Um, for the candies that I've chosen, they're, they're both milk chocolate, even though I okay. love dark chocolate. You're dark a Snickers ch- guy, aren't you? Dark chocolate. Uh, not a regular Snickers guy. I love one. So the first one is Snickers almond. I love oh, Snickers almond, which is very, very good. I love that. They used to be, and they still are in a lot of places, parts of the country called Mars bars and not mm-hmm. Snickers almond, but they, be, 
they decided uh, in a lot of places to change it to Snickers almond, the exact same recipe as a Mars bar. But of course, Snickers is a more popular name. So that's yeah. why they decided to change it to Snickers almond. Uh, so that is my first. I love that one. I love almond. So that was perfect for me. Number two for me is also um, probably, yeah, He's one like of my Snickers favorites of all time. <laughs> it's, it's a Snickers butthole. Um, it's no, it's it is the Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, I've always loved Reese's peanut butter no. cups. That's always been with his miniatures. Oh, it was like the best thing ever because it was just you could just pop it yeah. in, your, pop pop a whole miniature in your mouth. That was great. I loved it. Yeah. And the third, uh, to to round it out without chocolate is Starburst. I love Starburst because they're chewy, they're gooey, they're they're they're, they're good little squares. And for <laughs> some reason, they're, 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 yeah, they're yummy little squares uh, or cubes. Well, they're not even really cubes, but they're little squares. Um, and I love lemon more than anything else. I've actually gone and found where they would sell like specific ones where you could just buy all one flavor. And I have ordered a bag of just lemon Starburst before. Wow. Well, that's funny because that kind of gets into mine. So my first one is Starburst, but I only like the reds. So I buy the reds bag. The reds, I you mean the cherry or strawberry? No, they're all reds. Have you seen that one? So they'll switch it. It'll be like watermelon. It's all the reds one, mm-hmm. but they do different ones. So those are definitely my favorite Starburst. I hate okay. the lemon and I hate the orange. Those are the worst. I love those. I, those are my I favorites. Can't. So every time I get a bag, I'll just pick those out and then ship those with your Coca-Cola. There we go. Sounds good to okay. me. Then if I have to go into chocolate, which again, I'm not a huge sweets person. I'm definitely more of a salts girl. Um, but if I'm on my period or pregnant, I love Kit Kats. Kit Kats are like my go-to chocolate. Now my third, because I do love like more of like the sour kind of candy. I love sour punch straws. The sour red punch ones, straws are very good. Yes. The the blue ones, the apple ones. I don't care. I yeah. Love my the sour um punch um straws. sour punch straws. The sour punch it's this, themselves. Those are a movie must for me. Oh I yeah. I love them at the movies. Yep. And of course, they have the really long ones, and then they have the little shorter, fat ones. Oh, right. And, right. and we're talking about candy, not a penis. So I mean, we can we can reference both <laughs> of them, but only the candy is the one you can enjoy at the movie theater. Uh, I don't know about that, Ernesto. I mean, <laughs> you might get in trouble, but you could enjoy both. Unless it's a drive-in. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Yeah. No, oh. I do really like those, but yeah, I'm not a huge candy fan personally. I'll go months, maybe six months without even having any candy. And then sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'll try one or something. But no, not a, not a candy person. Now we, we talk chips then, you know. Yeah. Any other snack? I mean, there's always, we could have gone, we could have gone snacks, but that would have been like, we'd have to be more specific. We'd have been top three chips, top three nuts, top three. Yeah. yeah, All those, there's just so many, but we just, you know, we didn't go there uh, as far as the top three goes. Yeah. I am a snacks queen through and through candy. Not so much. Not okay. so much. What's the next one? Emo songs. Okay. Perfect. Ooh. You guys emo know songs. I am. I'm definitely emo. <laughs> I, <laughs> poor me. I am so sad all the time. I'm very emotional. And, you know, I've always talked about this as like a, a blessing and a curse at the same time. I do like that I am so emotional. I like to see myself as an emotional bad bitch because I feel like there are days where it's just like I feel on top of the world. I feel unstoppable. And then there's other days where it's like, I am just the saddest, loneliest human being alive. 
So there's no in-betweens for me. Yeah. It's either one or the other. But um, I'll get through these kind of quick. But I love, and I think a lot of you guys are going to resonate with this one. This has been one of my favorites for the longest time. And that's I Miss You by Blink-182. Yeah, and um, I know it's a classic. It's like one of those songs you can never get tired of, and every time you hear it, you still love it. Um, I do like a lot of Blink One Eighty Two stuff in general, but this one, and even though it was very popular, it was on the radio. It was definitely you know top one hundred. Um, I really do like this song. Now, this next one, if you know me personally or you follow me on lives, you will know this one. But if not, this may be new to you because I feel like a lot of people don't really know or listen to this band personally. And this is one of my favorite bands of all time. And it's Jimmy Eat World. And the song is 23. And, you know, this song got me through a crazy time in my sobriety and when I was going through addiction and all this kind of stuff. And it I saw them in concert. And I remember when they played this song. It brought me to tears. And this has always been one of my very favorite Monica emo songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is another one that I feel like a lot of you guys know as well. It's another classic. I did just see them in concert as well. And this is Motorcycle Drive-By by Third Eye Blind. So. Okay. Yeah. I've definitely played these on my lives before. They're some of my favorites. And people kind of always, you know, have a special place in right. my heart. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I, I got that. I get that. See, mine, yeah. um, mine go a little further back because, yeah, I mean, I've got over 10 years on you. So my email songs go, uh, all three of them go much further back than what you've had there. Um, the first one is REM's uh, Losing My Religion. Okay. That one there, even though some people may not consider it an emo song just because it's lose. It's called, it's called losing my religion. If you really listen to the lyrics and actually think about it, they're not actually, they're not actually talking about a religion. They're just talking about themselves. They're losing themselves. Uh, so that one actually resonated with me many, many years ago because I did feel like I did lose myself at some point when I was younger. Right. So that one's there. Another one that's way back. And this one always has gotten to me with Sinead O'Connor's nothing compares to you. I like that one. That one is, you know, I I can I cry over the video because she cries during the video. You know, mm-hmm. she she gets so emo- emotionally involved in the song that I mean, she starts crying and it's just it every time, every time it just gets to me, every single time it gets to me. So, um, that one there is another one of those major emo songs. And can I a- say? Can I well, say can that I, I li- can I say that I like when artists do that? Like whether or not it's in the music video or if it's, you know, actually you know, singing the song live or whatever, mm-hmm. when artists actually get emotional singing one of their songs, that makes me feel for even more. Oh, sure. You there was I mean? one, um, there was one, which is, this is not on my list, but there was one, uh, one instance during one of the, you know, MTV used to have those unplugged series. That yes. had, they had the unplugged I series. Loved that. And those were always great. Lauren Hill had one that where she was so heavily into the song, she just started bursting out in tears and you can hear it in yeah. the song i mean i have the i have that album and i love that album so much and yeah. that was one of the strongest performances i had ever heard especially on an unplugged for i mean there have been plenty of unplugs that are just amazing nirvana's unplugged was amazing i mean uh there yeah. were so many unplugs that were but lauren hills was always my absolute favorite by far i loved hers uh especially cuz she even did it been the best she even did it and she actually was sick but she did not yeah. want to cancel 
because she had already yeah. she knew people flown in to watch her so she didn't even cancel she had like lozenges sitting at her side and she was like sucking on yeah. lozenges throughout the whole thing but yeah it was just such a beautiful thing even with the even with the raspy throat she just has a better singing voice than most people in this world even with the raspy oh, throat. she's she's always been you know definitely top 10 in my book Jeez. um but going back to um like crying in music videos or you know lives or something there's another song which is by james blunt who's also another one of my favorite artists right and this song is called monsters and he just came out with it a couple years ago i think it was either or maybe last year 20 or 21 i'm not sure but um it was about his dad that was dying of cancer and he actually did the music video with his dad and imagine like knowing your dad is going through all of that and sitting next to your dad singing that, that has to be super intense. Oh, um, like I, yeah, w- most I definitely. wouldn't be able to handle that. Right. Yeah. Okay. What's your third? My third is uh, probably one of the most emo bands in history, which is the cure. And it's boys don't cry. Oh yes. yes. Boys don't cry like was always, too. you know, um, it was a major, major one when I was uh, much younger, when I was in my teens, literally we were, especially at my age or, or in my era, that was definitely a thing. Boys don't cry. So yeah. just listening to that song, uh, it just made a lot of sense. My parents never pushed that on me. They didn't have it. My dad was never like, you be a man, don't cry and all that stuff. But I mean, just everybody around me, all the kids that were around me, my friends, my male friends who, you know, had to put on this tough facade was right. sad to me. You yeah. know, it was sad to me that they didn't, they didn't have somebody like my dad or somebody growing up that was that were okay with you being able to express yourself through crying if you needed yeah. to and that yeah. was that was sad for me to you know to have that because i did have a lot of friends that did grow up in that machismo era where you couldn't express your emotions and that sucked yeah. you had to be tough or you weren't a man yeah that was yeah. pretty much it yeah that okay so the next one uh, uh we'll go on through with is top three comfort foods i kind of oh. i can that can actually that goes well with the emo songs because you can be eating your comfort food while you're listening to the emo <laughs> songs for sure. You can definitely do that. But I will go with my top three first. And they are, of course, things that, uh, you know, for those of you who can't think of what everybody has, their kind of little separate interpretations of what comfort foods are. Some people are just, they think it's just a, something, a meal or a snack or something that will kind of help you with your feels. Yeah. I actually, I, I think for me, my comfort foods are more to remind me of things that made me happy, that always kept me, kept me in my feels and in mostly, most of the times in my positive feels. So what the, the first one is actually a meal called albondigas. Yes, and yeah. it's, you know, my mom, she taught me how to make them. So I love making albondigas. And uh, for those of you who do not know, it's meatball soup. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's Mexican meatball soup. You can make it in a variety of different ways, but it was just one of those things that anytime my mom made it for me, I was in heaven. Yeah, I was absolutely in heaven because I loved it. Everybody else loved it. My uh, like the whole house was just happy for the rest of the week. <laughs> and it was something that you grew up on. Oh, for so sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we yeah. could definitely go just in that aspect. We could just go throughout the whole thing with just foods that my mom made that we just were all happy with, you know, because my mom, unfortunately, out of all of us that lived there, I was the one that I actually insisted my mom taught me all these recipes. So these are recipes that I still have to this day, you know, even though my mom is no longer here, I have her recipes. And, you know, so that's great. Another comfort food of mine, and it's just because I, I'm, I'm a big fatty is um, 
uh, garlic bread. Garlic mm. bread is a major comfort food. Yeah, it's just yeah, I think because you a can have it with food. anything. You can have it with anything, mm-hmm. most definitely. And one of the favorite, one of my favorite things to have it with is tomato soup. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, but now you could have it with pizza. You could have it with pasta. You can have, you could it, have with it with veggies. You can have it with Thanksgiving anything. dinner. You can have it with anything. Garlic bread is is great, and if you can actually, if you if you can create your own little spread to put on the bread. Uh, and bake it yourself just so your house smells so great uh, from from baking it, then that's even better. I love that. Yeah. And the last comfort food is more of a snack for me. And that is, of course, just straight up out of the tub vanilla ice cream. Mm. Doesn't have to be any other flavor. I Not don't vanilla care bean, just vanilla. Just, uh, just a French vanilla ice cream. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and it's got to be from, uh, uh, it's got to be Briars. Briars okay. is my is my company of choice as far as yeah that's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I so like the, that. Yeah, I like that. I'm not a huge vanilla ice cream fan. I will say that I mm-hmm. I'm more of like a mint chocolate chip or. And again, I don't really like sweets, you guys. So I mean, there are no sweets on my like favorite comfort foods. But right. If I do crave something, it would be like mint chocolate chip. But um, going with like your you know your soup, I soup is definitely one of mine, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be a certain soup. I just love soup in general. I will legit make soup in the middle of summer, winter, fall, spring. It doesn't matter. I will always make soup. Yeah. Soup is never a bad thing. Yeah. I don't care what, how hot it is. Yeah. It doesn't really matter to me. Yep. I will make like a, and you guys know I don't eat meat, but I'll do like a vegetarian tortilla soup. I'll mm-hmm. do cheddar broccoli. I'll do loaded baked potato without the bacon. Um, I love miso soup. I love a good vegetable soup. I ramen soup. is a, you know oh another gosh, one yes. that just yeah. Ramen pho, like I will eat soup any any day of the week. That so is my ramen is my daughter's go to. That is her comfort yeah. food. She loves ramen, and I, I told you ramen. about it. And I th- I don't know we, we haven't talked about it. I don't think on the live, but she like me loves to put lemon or lime into I the do ramen. Lime. Lime, yeah, lime in a sure. ramen for sure. She mm-hmm. loves it. And have you used any of the limes? I, I, oh. Guys, just to let you know, uh, on Saturday, I took her a whole bag of limes because one of my neighbors has a lime tree. That look like fucking grapefruits. They're they are huge. huge. They're enormous and they're so, so juicy. Yes. So juicy. Yes. I love it. So Carter had a stomach ache and he was having some belly issues. And, you know, one of the remedies is you juice a whole lime. You add a little baking soda, a little bit of salt, and some water, mm-hmm. and then you mix it all up, and then you drink it. It helps with your stomach aches. So, yes, I have already used it. I also love making my own alkaline water. That's why I told you. I'm like, you have some? Bring them to me. Right. So, in the mornings, I will have that with chia seeds, and I love that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. and I, again, I brought her a bag full. It wasn't I like know. I brought her two or three. I bought her, I it, you know. It was a time. And, and even if I can't finish them all, or I don't think I'm going to finish them all, I will juice them and put them in a little jar and put it in the fridge yeah. so that I don't waste any. Yeah. Exactly. Because I will definitely use it all. Yeah. Right. Um, my second is, and a lot of you guys know this, is mashed potatoes. Oh, But yeah. I am a potato fan through and through of any sort. I love fried potatoes, French fries, mashed potatoes, au gratin potatoes, baked potatoes. Like, I am the queen of potatoes. But I would say my favorite is mashed potatoes and growing up I've always loved mashed potatoes the next day because my mom would reheat the mashed potatoes and she would put a fried egg on top of it okay and that was my breakfast growing up that we had when my mom would make mashed potatoes right so that's always been a comfort of mine and then my third is 
And this goes down to my grandmother, who, you know, is no longer with us. But I grew up on tortillas Mm -hmm. with butter, green chili, and beans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like my meal of choice. Right. Um, And, you know, even though she's no longer here with me, I still will make them, incorporate it. Obviously, I do it with no meat. But, um, yeah, that's always been a comfort, like, meal for me that I really, really enjoy. See, the comfort foods are uh, for me is difficult because we could have had a, uh, you know, top 33 oh, comfort yeah. foods for yeah, sure. Same, same. Like I think about my mom's enchiladas growing up and like all the stuff that she used to make her my my mom's rice pudding. Like there's so many things that are staples in my life that I always think about. For yeah, sure. this mushroom lasagna that I love to make that I just, you know, just it just drives me crazy. I absolutely love it. You know, there's just yeah. a lot of things that you can. Yeah, because so I mean. We had to go with the top three, but there are so many more that we could go with for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, Ernesto, what's the next one? Um, so the next one is your top three locations to recharge. And what I mean by recharge is kind of just recharge your energy yourself. Not, like you know, that. it's not like top three places you can go recharge your cell phone. Like my top, my first one is Starbucks because they always have an outlet <laughs> available. No, Disneyland. Well, no, see, that's, that's different. So I'll let you go start. I'll let you go. So I'll let you start with this one here. So, yeah. um, so my first one, I would say just because I'm home a lot would be my backyard. And, you know, I really love my backyard. I think it's the favorite place in my whole entire house. Um, I usually go out there every morning and I will meditate. I will sit in the sun to get some vitamin D. Vitamin D is very important for all of us, especially with depression and anxiety. So, I'll usually go out there in the morning. I it used to be with Carter, but now Carter's in school. So I'll go out there by myself. Sometimes I'll put my feet in the pool and just kind of chill. But even if it's just for 10 minutes, I'll just sit out there. Maybe I'll lay on my back. Maybe I'll stretch. Maybe I'll whatever. Yeah. But just sitting in my backyard for a little bit in the morning, have my coffee. I love that. So that's definitely one of my top favorite places. Um, I would say my next favorite, which is a little further away and I can't go all the time, but would be the beach. I love the beach. There's something about even if I don't go fully in, just sitting in the sand again, getting sun, you know, putting my feet in the water and, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I bring my crystals there. If it's, you know, a full moon and things like that, I'll recharge them in the ocean. But that's definitely my second favorite. And then my third, which is kind of random, but to recharge, I really love a good brunch. Okay. I love like friendships and girl time. So Mm -hmm. like a Saturday or Sunday having mimosas with my girls, especially after a long week, that definitely recharges my battery as long as I'm with good women that have good energy. Yeah. So doing that, having some really good food, sitting outside, again, getting sunshine, having some mimosas and just, you know, venting about our week and talking girl talk, that definitely recharges me for the next following week. Well, that's good. Yeah. No, yeah, that definitely. And, and that's the thing about the, the beauty about favorite places to recharge is just that everybody's going to have theirs. It's going to be unique to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, everybody, there are places that everybody's going to agree. Yeah, this is a good place to recharge. And, and yeah, right. and, and, and that's good. But yeah. um, I, I I wanted to do this one because, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's a nice thing to talk about. Uh, again, we're trying to keep it a little more lighthearted today than we have. Well, obviously, but there are a lot of places that definitely could would fall under that that um, that I could have put on this list 
as well, but yeah. I just went with the top three that came to mind. Uh, the you first and I one could is, have like a top 10, honestly. Oh, of each easily, one. <laughs> easily we could have a top 10, but yeah, then we'd have an hour and 45 minute podcast. So sure. that's why we were going to go with the top three. Yeah. Uh, but the, for me, as far as my top three that just came to mind, just when I thought of the question itself was the first one is coincidentally is Disneyland, but it's yeah. not a specific place in Disneyland or it's not, it's not Disneyland as a whole It's a specific time and place in Disneyland that I can always recharge. And that is during the Fantasmic show. Uh, yeah. For those of you who guys have been to Disneyland it, and if you have not seen it, I definitely encourage if you want to just to just to enjoy it is you can actually go onto YouTube and type in Disneyland Fantasmic and watch it. And it's such a beautiful show because it's so great. It, it, it's on the um, at Disneyland. It is on the little lake that they have in Disneyland. Um, and it's just such a beautiful, beautifully well put together show. Um, and I, I absolutely love it. So, I mean, I would go into the details of it, but I would rather you guys actually, if you're interested and you have not been, um, to definitely go and look at it. And it's just a, it's just a beautiful, beautiful show. Well, I remember when you told me about it, it happens later, correct? It does. It happens. There yeah. are two shows. It happens at nine o'clock and it happens at 10 or nine 30 and 10 o'clock. It happens. Yeah. No, nine o'clock and 10 o'clock. So it happens between the fireworks show. So yeah. it's all, uh, uh, the way it's done is fantastic. The fireworks show. And then the second show of fantastic. Yeah. And I think that was the shitty part about me. Cause I remember when I went, I just went a couple weeks ago and you told me to check it out, but I mean, we went with two four-year-olds at the yeah. time and you right. know, they get grumpy and tired and we were there at like 8am by the time it's nine o'clock. I'm like, we need to fucking go to bed. Yeah, so like, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But no, I have seen it, but years ago right? when I, when I didn't have a child. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, it's been around for, I mean, probably going on th- almost four decades now, I think. Yeah. three to three to four decades now at least um so they actually have updated and modified it you know just coming going on with the time adding different characters and stuff like that like other princesses that they didn't have before um so i I like that and it was you know so it's it's fun so but that's my that's my number one my number two is one specific location that i always go to um that's actually i used to live a lot closer to i don't live as close to anymore uh which is called the um uh it's called the I call it the Culver City Stairs. It's in uh, Southern California out here. Um, but there's a name for it that, um, oh, yeah. So it's called, it's actually called the Baldwin Hill Scenic Overlook. Mm-hmm. And what I like, like about that one is, you know, I used to always go over there and do the stairs. And it's like just stairs going up a hill, like uh, uh, up a hill. And it's probably around maybe 450 to 500 stairs. Okay. That's a good little workout. People do that all the time, you know, and it's outdoors and it's just going up and it's not just even stairs. It's like, it's like going up a hill. So it's like planks of wood that they've laid out there. So going up there, some of them are not even, some of them are, are, you know, they're steeper than others. So it's, it's just, it's a good little workout to take, to go on a daily basis. But the top of that is just a beautiful view of the city. I absolutely love it. You can go, you can see from the top of there, you can see from this, from the ocean all the way down past downtown Los Angeles. And I just love that scene. I I love love that. that. You know, the kids, they don't like it so much because I make them take the stairs instead of we can drive up to the top, but I make them take the stairs and they're just like, get a workout. I hate you, dad. I hate you so much. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, that's my, you know, my second favorite spot because yeah, I'm out there. I, you know, you get the sun, uh, you get the uh, nice clean air for the most, hopefully most of the time, the view is beautiful and it's, and it's great. Um, but the third uh, uh, of the three is definitely my bed. 
my okay. bed is I can Fair recharge enough. in my bed easily. And it's probably my favorite place in my house because it's a huge bed. It's all to myself, which I absolutely love. Um, and uh, I can, I can definitely recharge there. I have uh, sure recharged there can. many times. Well, I, well, I have to recharge <laughs> after I, you know, I release, you know, it's just, it, I've got to recharge. So uh, I got to, you know, I, I can't move for at least 20 minutes just because, yeah. Well, I have, you know, I've no, got, I, I've got my handy that. wipes, you know, on oh, the side Jesus. of the bed. Oh, Jesus. I don't want to see your room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do get that. Like there's something about, you know, especially coming from someone who is so extroverted and I love going out and doing things, but it's like coming home and just sitting in your bed and like taking your makeup off, like I'll literally lay in my bed, watch Law and Order SVU, put a face mask on. And like, that is my shit. I do yeah. love that. And there's something so beautiful about your bed because you spend most of your life there. Like right. there's so many years of your life that are spent in your bed. You've got to be happy with your bed. You've yes. got to be yes. happy with your bed. Cause yes. if not, it just makes no sense to actually. I would well, say, and point? your bedroom too. Your bedroom yeah. too. Uh, well, like, I wouldn't even say your bedroom as much as your, I mean, yeah, you, you well, definitely want to be happy with you your bed. You need a comfortable bed, but, but like just... having that space, like your bedroom is, is top tier. Sure. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Yeah. So that, I mean, yeah. So those are my top three. Um, so nice. I like them. Nobody, everybody stay away from my bed. It's my bed, and my <laughs> bed only. Uh, the next one actually we want to talk about um, is, I don't know how these are kind of like meshing in there because I didn't plan on this, but romantic comedies. Oh yeah. Your top three romantic comedies. Um, and the, everybody has their own little categories as far as how they categorize romantic comedies, you know, uh, but I'm going to go with the ones that I have here. And some of them, uh, well, a couple of them may not sound like romantic comedies, but I consider them romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And um, the first one I'm going to go with is, uh, this is one of my favorites uh, of the numerous romantic comedies that this pair have done together. And it's 51st Dates. Oh, I like that one. Um, and, you know, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Them two together, they've done, I think, three romantic comedies now. Oh, or maybe guess. four, you know, um, so, but all of, out of all of them, I mean, I do love all the other ones. I love Wedding Singers, I love, I, but, but 50 First Dates was my favorite. Mm. It just was, I just absolutely loved it. It was a, a beautiful little story. It was very, very cute. And it was funny. And I just, I, I adore Drew Barrymore. So Me too. that one was uh, definitely. I love her energy. She definitely has golden retriever energy for sure. She does. She definitely she does. does. Yeah. And she's just, yeah, she just seems such as, I mean, yeah. And, and she did have I a trouble. I follow her on TikTok past. too. Same. Yeah. Same. She did have a troubled past. You know, she was one of those yeah. that for she was she was very fortunate that she was able to get through that. I mean, because remember, Drew Barrymore, she was she was the fire starter. She had a she was well, even even she started with E.T. Yeah. Like, even she was beyond so that, young. she was in yeah. E.T. Exactly. Yeah. And she is one year younger than I am. So it's yeah. you know, we're, we're we are roughly around the same age. So I grew up yeah. with her in the movies and knowing who she was. Yes. So, um, yeah, she has always been in the spotlight and then when she was in her late teens to early 20s she kind of got she she kind of caught, caught up in the whirlwind yeah. so she she went through it and she had a you know she had a rough few years in her early 20s but she got through it and that's i love that i love the fact that there are some people that because uh, unfortunately people haven't gone through it and some of them that's where their career stops when they when they start messing up in uh, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim were oh, two yes. of the ones that are that, yes. that are a prime example of that. You know, yeah. they could never get back to that stardom. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, a, a, after a certain age, because they kind of yeah, they they their lives 
kind of went, they spiraled out of control. So they weren't able to get back. And now look at Drew. She has her own show and she, you know what I mean? She's on TikTok she's now. She's always like she's, got, she's always had, she's her career has always been on the up, you know? But like I, I said, I think she's always had that golden retriever energy where like mm-hmm. Corey Feldman, it was a little different. And he kind of went into like darker scenarios and he stayed, did. and stayed with that. Right. Where it's like, for me, example, I have kind of like that Drew Barrymore like outlook on life. I went through a dark stage and then I got out of it. Right. With maturity, with age, with having children. You know what I mean? Like it happens. Yeah. And I feel like for a lot of men, they kind of stay stagnant in that, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was one. And, you know, so she was like, I mean, I could have picked three romantic comedies just with her. I could have, I yeah. could have, I could have gone with, um, uh, what was that? Uh, Never been kissed. I love that. Show. Oh, I love yeah. that one that too. One but, but but the one with her and Adam Sandler was yeah. I, my favorite out of out of all of them. Um, oh gosh, I could have even gone with Ever After. I didn't even think about Ever After, but that wasn't more. But that wasn't <laughs> even a comedy. That was more of a you know. Yeah. Uh, that was something else. But I love Ever After. Um, but the next one is uh, probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Period. Both of the, the the other two are also in that category. But Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, I like that movie. I love yeah. Crazy Stupid Love. I love yeah. that the cast and that was just top notch. They were beautiful. It was a great story. Even the kids in that film were phenomenal. Like yes. the teenage, the teenage son was great. Um, and uh, Ryan Gosling could not have been more adorable in that one. I loved him yeah. in that one. I love it. I and and like Emma Stone was also just uh, the whole cast was brilliant in that. And just that one scene that I love. I I, I don't want to ruin it if you guys if somebody hasn't seen it yet and be interested. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. You but guys have one, better seen that movie. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but that one scene where you know the little miniature golf course in the backyard scene. That yes. was just that whole sequence yes. was brilliant. So I love that one. And the last one, I don't know. Uh, again, if you would considered it a romantic comedy, but I think it is because one, it's beautiful, it's romantic, but and, and it is, it's got its humor, and that's of course the Princess Bride. Love okay. that one. Yeah, I love I that film. That. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it can be also it's, it can also be considered fantasy, and uh, you know, yeah. uh, but, but it is for me. It is for sure. a, yeah, it is. For I me, would say more romance film. than comedy, but yeah, there's for sure. a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, I for agree sure. With you. But yeah. that one also, uh, another one, top-notch staff, great story. I love the, just the format of the whole thing. And then, of course, it's got all these classic lines, the classic lines that come with a classic film. So I love that. You know, everybody can say, everybody, if you just say, my name is Inigo Montoya, everybody knows what you're talking about. Yes, They can yes. always say that. Or what was it? Um, inconceivable. That's yes. another one. Everybody knows who you're talking about when you say inconceivable. You know, yeah. no more... Uh, what was it? No more rhyming. I mean it. Does everybody yes. want a peanut? Everybody yeah. knows that. So yeah. it's just there's so many lines in there. I love that. I love that. Well, my first one is going to be a little bit more like every woman can relate. And I already know you know which movie I'm going to talk about because everyone loves this fucking movie. But it's The Notebook. And, yeah, you know, I think there's not a woman on this planet that is like, yeah, I really didn't like The Notebook. No, I think every fucking woman on this planet has cried to The Notebook. And we all wish we had a relationship like The Notebook. It has a little bit of toxicity, but all the love in the world. Like, more love than toxicity, right? Is that a comedy? Uh, There's like, no, not really. But it's kind of like your last one, right? Where it's like more romance, but there's a little like quirky things in there but not romance comedy no. every time i watch that movie i forget that little kevin Con- well i wouldn't say little he's just tiny he's short as kevin connelly is in it which i love yes. his character in that one yes i love his yes. character in that but i always forget that he's in it and i love yeah. that i love it i love whatever he does i love his his um 
the things that he's played, he's portrayed. And I just and he is a little more quirky for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then my second one is my best friend's wedding. Another great one. Oh my god, I love Julia Roberts. First of all, I think she's fucking straight comedy, but still brings this lightheartedness, and again, kind of has this like badass golden retriever kind of vibe. I don't know. I just love her. And then my third one. Well, well. just to, before we move on to the next one, that she does have another movie that's coming up that I'm inter- very interested in oh, seeing I want with to see George it. Clooney. With George Clooney, yes, yes. that yes. one looks very, yes. very interesting. It's, I it's, just it's saw really, the really trailer. cute. Yes. I, I, so I definitely want to see that one. That one's coming out soon. Uh, I think this month, uh, sometime in October, is coming out. Maybe yes. November. But yeah, I think it's I'm definitely November. Interested. But yes, I'm definitely, I'm, le- I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Okay, so my third one, and then I have one little extra one I'm just going to throw in only because it's another Julia Roberts. And I didn't want to do three of just Julia Roberts, but um, <laughs> it's 10, 10 Things I Hate About You. That and one's great. I love that movie so much. Obviously, Heath Ledger is an icon. And, right. You know, uh, Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles is so good in that movie. Yes. Yeah. So and it's so funny and quirky and coming of age and like understanding love for the first time, but still being in high school and young and not knowing what the fuck you're doing. I do really love that one. Well, and that was when that was before um what's his name became like just just the dreamiest guy in the entire oh, yeah. world. Um yeah. not Heath Ledger even. I'm not talking I'm talking oh, about the, um, the brunette uh, guy. Um uh, oh, I forget geez. his name. Let yeah. me look it up. He was, like, he, was, up. he was like the hunk, right? No. Oh, which he was one? The young one, the the um the brother. Oh, the brother. Not even the brother. No, no, it was not the brother. It was the um, uh, the kid, the one that crushed that he was crushing on the sister. He was crushing on the sister. Um, it's Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt. That's what I'm talking Joseph about. Gordon-Levitt. He wasn't the brother. No, I was saying or the brother. I was talking about the other guy. Oh no no no, not him, not him. Oh okay. Uh, yeah no, it was Joseph Gordon. Joseph Gordon. Jeez, I forget. Gabrielle he, Union was in that he movie. He does. Ro- he plays Robin. Yes. In, yes. in the uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Um, Andrew Keegan was the hunk. Yes. Yes. And Gabrielle Union wasn't there. Yes. I for, I keep forgetting as well that I keep forgetting that she's also in that movie. Yes. Gabrielle Union was so young in that movie. Yeah, she, she was, was. so young, but she was such a cutie and she ended up, she ended up being touch up. And David Crumholtz was in there too. He Krumholtz was funny. was in there. Uh, he kind of gave the comedy aspect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Larry Miller, I like Larry Miller. Larry Miller's he great. Was uh, what was what was the uh, guidance counselor's name? Uh, what's her, uh, her name? Allison Janney. Allison Janney. She I is love her. classic in everything she does. Yes, yes, Absolutely yes, classic yes. in everything she does. But I Julia Stiles, was, you know, I think Julia Stiles was adorable in that, and I wish that she would be in more films now, but she just hasn't been. I know, but that's okay. So. People go through life things where it's like, hey, oh, sure, yeah. I don't want to do acting anymore. I did that when it came to modeling. Modeling was literally my world, and that was all that I did. And then it became one day after I had my kid, I was like, I don't fucking want to model anymore. Like, right. I'm not into this. I don't want to worry about counting my calories and, oh, I can't do this or I can't go to Thanksgiving because I need to eat, you know, 600 calories a day. I'm like, fuck yeah. this. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. And it it goes to the same thing with like, having babies or careers or whatever. It's like, sure. sometimes you just don't want to do it anymore. Right. Yeah. All right. Was so that, my, yeah, I was my, gonna say, that my was little separate. last like quick pick, but I didn't want to do two Julia Robert movies was Pretty Woman. Oh, that's a classic. Because I, lo- I love Pretty Woman. Oh, and for it sure. is so funny. And like, you know what I mean? She's just brilliant in that. She's, a, she's just she, brilliant. Yeah. She makes everything. She makes that movie everything. Yeah. She course. makes that movie. I was just, I mean, I, I the, the, they could have replaced everybody else in that cast and it wouldn't have made a difference as long as she was there. I agree. As long as she was there, because she made that movie what it is by far. 
no other person in that film uh, everybody else could have been replaced without without question without a blink of an eye she has she has always been a very consistent consistent classic always Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, honestly, no, there's only one, the one other person that they wouldn't have, that they, that they could not have replaced because he was so brilliant in it was the um, concierge. The concierge, oh, yes. he was brilliant yes. in that too. But I love him he does a lot of that. movies that are like that. He does definitely do those movies yes. and he's just great. And I absolutely yes. love him. I love him in everything he does because he's just, he's real spot on. So I agree. I agree. I feel like he's always kind of played like doorman and, um, like stuff like that you're right. talking about Hector uh, Elizondo is his Hector, name. yes yes yeah he's just great he's, he's always just... played like the good guy and mm-hmm. like heartfelt guy yes right I agree yep he's just yeah and everything he's done he's just such he's just so spot on I love it yeah. too great cast yeah great cast they didn't uh I, I guess because he don't... was also he was also on Princess Diaries do you remember and I think he yes played the he was security the, he or was the butler a, yeah. right yeah I think he was the butler I think he yes. was the butler in that yes um, and he also played on Run- in Runaway Bride. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say Runaway Bride. The one thing I, that that didn't land as much. I wasn't as big of a fan of Runaway Bride as, as I was yeah. Pretty Woman because it was less about her now. I mean, it was more about his story. And I just wasn't, I don't know. Yeah. I just get, it didn't catch me the way that Pretty Woman did. You know, there yeah. are, there are people that you can do multiple movies together with that'll, that'll work really well. Yeah this this duo wasn't richard Gere and julie roberts were not the ones where you could actually do multiple movies together like right. the one with george clooney and, and julie roberts i mean they were great in the um you know, oceans 11 right. they were great so i mean the fact that they were able to come up to come together and do another film together that was great that was beautiful yeah. adam sandler drew barrymore again right. those are the ones that yeah you can actually you can get a pair and put them in in, in multiple movies and it works every time i agree the Rock and Kevin Hart, <laughs> just oh them God. two. You can pair them it's together like the, in everything. It's like, it's like the height difference is just right. always going to go the, great. Just, yeah. just the the um, uh, the chemistry between those two actors are great, and you can get that in pairings in multiple different types of pairings. But those like like that. I mean, it doesn't have to be male female or male male, but uh, uh, you know, those are the ones that you can actually put them pair them together in multiple movies, and it just works. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. All right, so, Ernesto, what's the last one? Um, so the last one I wanted to talk about is, and guys, I had to explain this what what these were to her, but I didn't know what this meant. Your top three erogenous zones, and if I know it, what erotic meant means, but I'm like erogenous. I'm like, what yeah. So your erogenous zone is pretty much just it. It is your. I would. I don't want to call it your no-no square. It's not your no-no. It's a. It's your yes-yes square. Your yes-yes square. Yeah, it's your yes-yes square. It's pretty much just a part, a part of the, a part of a, any part of your body that you know that if somebody manipulates it, touches it, kisses it, presses it, it's going to get you going. Okay. So, um, I no. Well, wait. Who I'll went start. first last? Okay, you. I'll yeah. Start. Okay, because you uh, you just you finished on the other one. So. All right. So. <laughs> Coincidentally <we're>... finished. <laughs> Just gonna get right into it. I love anything around my neck. Like you kiss my neck, you touch my neck, you choke me out in a in a safe, healthy way. Right. <laughs> I, I love the neck. Like don't legit choke me out to where I can't breathe, because then I'll be I'll slap your face and I'll be so upset. Right. But yes, I do love like caressing of the neck, kissing the neck, stuff like that. My next one is I love my nipples touched. Twist them, bite them, squeeze them, whatever you want. I like the nipples. Clamp and- them. Sure. 
Okay. See, I, I've never clamped yeah. anyone's nipples before. I've yeah. never done the clamp. I mean, yeah. And then I couldn't really come up with a third one. I didn't really know. I mean, obviously, I would say the Gucci. Like, I love, like, when people go down on me and stuff like yeah. that. But I would say, like, maybe besides that, like, hands. Right. Like, You're like, I love, somebody, like, I love when somebody hits my guts from the inside. Yeah, true, true. But, like, grabbing my hands and, like, holding me back or something like that, I like that. But I would say neck and nimple. Nipples. Yeah, nipples. your nipples. That's that. That's the name. That's the that's the name he gives them to. You know, he, this he is my get... dyslexia going in. I'm like neck and nipples. My nipples. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that would be like my top three for sure. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, the um for me the top three are um actually they're they're not the same at all. Well, one because I don't have a coochie, but um the like my ears like right behind my ears or my earlobes oh, okay. that's, a, okay. that's that's one you know if 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 somebody's kissing me or they nibble on my ears or, or, or suck on my earlobe that's that's definitely one another one is when you can um when you can run your fingers or your nails at the small of my back mm-hmm. that will always get me going just uh, just anywhere like that it just will get me going for sure yeah. without yeah. And, without hesitation and then the last one is kind of like at your what's it called the line the um the trail the tip of your penis the tra- no that's <laughs> that's not that's that's the go go zone um no at the um what do they call that this is just a uh, uh right below your belly button the trail that goes down to you know to your uh to your crotch like the little oh, I don't the know. little trail right below the belly button there's a, there's a your happy trail. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It, yeah. We will just call it my happy trail, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got to, you know, lose a little bit of the gut for the happy trail to to appear, and somebody doesn't get lost down there. But you know, get when, lost in the wilderness. Exactly. Well, I mean, they would no. It's not lost in the wilderness. Just get lost in the uh, weight of <laughs> of it down there, not the wilderness. Just what's what's going on down there. I don't want somebody not to get lost. I just don't want somebody to suffocate. Oh, that's geez. all it is. <laughs> That's what I don't want them to do right now. So yeah, I just I would have to work on 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 losing the gut a little bit before anybody can can reach my happy trail. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, you better get on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll work on that. I'll work on re- rejuvenating the happy trail. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I like those questions. Those were perfect. I loved. I love doing those. Yeah, we need to sure. start doing more of those. And if you guys have any questions that you want us to go through, please don't hesitate to message the podcast or message us directly through yeah. Instagram or TikTok or wherever. Like we would love to like. Right. Yeah. yeah, we will get our TikTok up and running soon. We just want to yes. make sure that we actually have a uh, good video quality, whether it's the background, whatever the case is. We do yes. only get that done um, before we get our TikTok because we want to put that out there. I know. Uh, TikTok is probably one of the more popular ones right now where we can get our information, our name out there and, yes. and just get some clips out there. But um, we just want to make sure that we have good video to actually put out there as well. So uh, we will get I to agree. that. But in the meantime, you can follow us, like she said, on our Instagram, which is a hot mess podcast underscore. You can read, check out our, or if you wanted to send us a message there, you can DM us. If you wanted to send us a text message or a voicemail, you can do that as well. Just reach us out, reach out for us on the hotline. That number is 310-494-6811. is the number to the hotline. You can always send us a text message or voicemail there. If you want to send us an anonymous message, just go to hotmesspodcast.com, scroll down towards the bottom, and there is an anonymous box there. Just type in your question or your comment there. 
whether it's negative, positive, or if you want to talk about somebody else, if you want to talk about your no-no square, you can definitely let us know about that there for sure. But yeah, yeah, those are the best ways you can reach out to us and it's always available to you anytime. Yes, your no-no square, your no-no circle, whatever it is, guys, we got you, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, I, wanna, I was going to say no-no triangle, but that was... <laughs> I mean, to each their own, baby, to each their own. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of Hot Mess Podcast. You know, as always, we are so grateful for you each and every week. We launch new episodes every single Monday. So definitely give us a follow here through our socials as well. And we can't wait to see you guys next week. Ernesto, it's always a pleasure with you, my love. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of your week. And we will see you little bitches next week. Bye. I was gonna clean my room until I got high <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom but then I got high do you know what you're putting inside your vagina every month not nearly as much as she deserves and what do we say when life gets hard oh yeah baby harder if you judge me by my TikTok you might just be as stupid as the shit I post. Funny, but not funny. Ha ha. Funny, I'm gonna have a breakdown. On today's version of What the Fuck, I bring you this. I get chin hairs. All women do. Probably you don't if you're not a certain age. It's coming for you though. It's coming. Apparently, if someone's video shows up on your For You page, it's because you two are similar. So I'm gonna guess what our similarity is. My best guess is that you're also a dumb bitch. to take this time to say that we're going to be under a lot of media scrutiny. So if there's anything that you want to talk about, any kind of secrets or stories or fibs, now's the time to put it on the table, okay? And if you tell me, if you tell me and your mom, we're not going to be mad. I said the Lord's name in vain at school. I said I wasn't going to get angry, and I'm not angry. Okay, good. I went to the petting zoo, and I I let the goat lick my penis. Now that, I know, I, honey, I, you promised you wouldn't get mad, okay? They're just, they're being honest. Okay, maybe that's, hopefully that's it. I had a beer with the old biker man at the end of the street, and he let me touch his old lady's titty. Oh, breast. I go to the mall and hide in the stairwell and take photos of women's skirts. I have a whole book of cooter shots under my bed. One time I put a firefly in my butthole. Why? To make my farts glow. I shaved the dog and glued the hair to my nutsack so I look like a grown man. I touch myself to Drew Carey on the prices, right? God. Okay, that's enough. Stop.